Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. Happy Wednesday, you're all local for the 7th of September, 2022. We're headed for a high in the low to mid-90s today, once again, with an isolated shower or storm possible. We're kind of in that pattern, aren't we? I'm John Little, and two people have been arrested in connection with a fatal drive-by shooting in Fort Worth. We told you about the shooting last month. A teen and a five-year-old were killed. Police did not initially release any suspect descriptions after two kids were gunned down last Sunday in Fort Worth, but they did promise to use every resource available to them to track the suspects down. And it looks like they have. Last Sunday, 17-year-old Jamarian Monroe and five-year-old Rashard Scott were standing outside a home on Steel Dust Drive when someone driving by pulled out a gun and killed them. A toddler was rushed to the hospital with injuries as well. Now, two people have been arrested in connection to that shooting. 21-year-old Anthony Bell Johnson is in the Tarrant County Jail. He's facing capital murder charges, and according to jail records, he's being held on four other felony charges too, including unlawful carrying of a firearm. A minor has also been arrested and is charged with capital murder. Police have not released the identity of the suspect because he's only 16. At this point, it's not clear whether or not he'll be tried as an adult. As far as where the suspects were discovered, police have not said much. No word on motive either. Bailey Friday News Radio 1080 KRLD. In Arlington, police have arrested a man who claims he shot and killed a man while defending his sister. Darius Brown is facing a murder charge for the killing of Donald Hunt. Brown says he went to his sister's apartment August 26th after learning about an argument. Tim Siesco with Arlington Police says Brown got into a separate argument with Hunt before the shooting. Our understanding is, is that he came in, they started arguing um, based on what witnesses have told us. They could hear people yelling at each other, and then the next thing they heard was was gunshots. Brown fled but was arrested over the weekend by U.S. Marshals. Oath Keeper leader Stuart Rhodes of Granbury is gearing up for his trial later this month on charges connected with the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. As KRLD's L.P. Phillips reports, he can't use the Trump-made-me-do-it defense. D.C. federal judge Amit Mehta says the defense will not be able to claim during the trial that the Oath Keepers thought they were acting on orders from former President Donald Trump when they took part in the U.S. Capitol riot. The judge said the president had no authority to order anyone to try to prevent certification of the Electoral College, so attorneys cannot raise that as a defense. And the judge is reining in how far the defense can go in cross-examining Secret Service agents. They'll be able to ask about the general area where Vice President and his family were during the riot, but go no further. Rhodes and other Oath Keepers are charged with seditious conspiracy. The trial in D.C. is to start September 27th. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080, KRLD. Even though the Denton County jury that just heard the sex assault trial of former Rangers pitcher John Wetland was unable to reach a verdict and was leaning toward acquittal, prosecutors say they will try him again. Former sexual assault prosecutor Aaron Price says in general a retrial favors the defendant. 
all of the witnesses that the prosecution called are committed to testimony that is now available to be used to impeach them. So the defense has had a preview of the second trial in its entirety, unless there's additional witnesses called. Wetlands accused of three counts of the aggravated sexual assault of a child. The victim, who is now an adult, insists that Wetland abused him when he was just a child, starting at the age of four. His first trial ended in a mistrial last week. The Fort Worth City Council heard the results of the final report on police reform, which laid out where work is still needed within the department. Here's KRLD's Andrew Greenstein. The City Council commissioned the review following the shooting death of a Tatiana Jefferson by a now former Fort Worth police officer. The final report was delivered by Dr. Theron Bowman of the Bowman Group. He listed several findings in many areas, including how police sometimes interact with people. We believe that the community deserves better than to have an officer come and initiate contact with them using profanity to start. Dr. Bowman notes that the Fort Worth Police Department has policies in place, but accountability has been rather lax. This body of effective policy, of good policy, along with the training typically isn't followed by robust accountability systems. Among the recommendations he's making includes the creation of an office of auditor or inspector general. From the 24-hour news center, Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080, KRLD. Construction of the National Juneteenth Museum in Fort Worth's historic Southside neighborhood is set to get underway by the end of this year. The grand opening is expected June 19th, 2025, and developer Jared Howard told the city council the $70 million project will be much more than a museum. He says it will include a restaurant and residential units. It will be 55 units as it's currently planned, and that can be adjustable. But the idea is to have people on campus at all times, and the best way to make that happen is by having residency as a part of the development. Howard says if the company is successful in its capital campaign, the admission to the museum will be free. Richard Rawlings, star of Fast and Loud and founder of the Gas Monkey Garage in Dallas, has a great car collection, and today he starts selling off some of them. Here's KRLD's Austin York. Rawlings says he took stock of his collection and realized he didn't drive many of the cars as much as he would like to, so he's decided to sell around 25 of them. Starting today, Rawlings will be live-streaming and auctioning off the cars in an entirely no-reserve auction event. There's a lot of collectors out there. Millions and millions and millions of people will be viewing uh, this auction during the week that it's happening. And, and uh, you know, then I'll be going live on Wednesday the 14th from the shop here and standing next to the car. So it'll feel pretty much like a regular auction that you watch on TV where I'm going to be standing next to the car that's selling. We're looking at the board. We're watching what's happening. We're taking questions. The collection will include a 1965 Ford Mustang, a 1972 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme Convertible, and a King T. It starts today at noon at GasMonkeyGarage.com and lasts a week. From the 24-Hour News Center, Austin, York, News Radio 1080, KRLD. The founder of the Deep Ellum Arts Festival in Dallas says it will not be back next year. The art show and street festival started in 1994, but the owner of the event says it's facing too many challenges. He says they managed to pay their bills for this year's festival in April, but they don't have enough funds to stage the event next year. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 